This is the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, episode number 131. We're talking all things journaling with Dallin Raber, the the author and creator of the Self Mastery Journal and Habit Tracker Journal. I guess the way that I speak about journaling might be different than the way that most people interpret it. So a lot of people, when they hear journaling, they, they, what comes to mind is just a, a pen and a blank sheet of paper. Well, I think that the, the most effective way to journal is to answer a specific question. Hi, this is Christine Grauer. I'm the author of Project Life, Stop Waiting for Your Happy to Happen. You're connecting with Dr. Brad Miller, and he's helping you to overcome adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Hello, good people. Welcome to Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller, the podcast where we help you to navigate adverse conditions in your life. Depression, disease, uh, debt, uh, overcoming this coronavirus, all kinds of things that are circumstances we have to deal with, and we can help you navigate through those to come to a place of peace, prosperity, and purpose. And we do so by publishing podcast episodes with great leaders and authors and teachers, which is the case today, with Dallin Raber, who has the theme of going from aspirations to realizations, the creator of the Self-Mastery Journal and the Habit Tracker Journal. We're here to be helpful to you. If we can be helpful to you, head on over to our website, drbradmiller.com. We've got a free gift for you there. It's called the 4-Minute Antidote to Adversity Guide. Hopefully, we can be helpful to you there. Journaling is one of the greatest habits that you can do in order to deal with the adverse conditions in your life, to process them, and to come out to a better place. It's a habit that I have on a regular basis, and I go on streaks with this, and I'm going to recommit myself to doing journaling in my life as well. There's all kinds of tools online and paper journals that you can do this with, but the main thing is just to do it. At the end of our broadcast, the end of our interview, I'm going to give you a few tips that I use in my journaling. But right now, it's important for us to connect with an expert in this area. He's uh, written the Self Mastery Journal and the Habit Tracker Journal, which are available on Amazon.com. His name is Dallin Raber. From he blogs at DallinRaber.com, D-A-L-L-E-N-R-E-B-E-R.com. He's our guest today on Beyond Adversity. Let's get into our conversation with Dallin Raber right now. Dr. Brad Miller here with you on Beyond Adversity, the podcast where we uh, feature helpful tips, opportunities, and guidance from teachers to help you to overcome adverse conditions in your life and to achieve peace of mind, prosperity, and purpose in your life. Our guest today is involved with something that is close to my heart, and that is journaling. Journaling is a practice that I have used um, off and on in my life for since my uh, teenage years and uh, have found it to be very helpful in processing things personally and spiritually and 
decision-making processes. And uh, his name is Dallin Raber, and he is with us today. He has developed something. His process is called From Aspirations to Realizations, and he has a Realization Self-Mastery Bundle, which is the place, the intersection of gratitude uh, gratitude meeting productivity that's available on Amazon now, and you can find more about him at DallinRaber.com. Welcome to Beyond Adversity, Dallin. Hey, Brad. Appreciate you having me. I'm excited about this podcast. Love your message, and I'm excited to speak with you today. Well, I'm so glad that you're with us today. As I mentioned in our introductory comments, that uh, journaling is something that uh, I'm involved with and and enjoy doing, and sometimes I go in streaks where I go for a long time, and sometimes I miss for a while, but it is always important to have that discipline of doing that, and a part of what I like to teach is disciplines in life. And but I'd like for us to, for you to unpack a little bit of how you got into this process in the first place. What I just believe that almost everybody has kind of some uh, event happened to them or some, something has gone on in their life that caused them to make a change to do something as important as journaling. Tell us your story. What were some transition points for you or some, some uh, obstacles that you needed to, uh, to deal with? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I'll try to keep it uh, short and sweet. So my story, basically, you know, I went to uh, graduate school, I got a master's in exercise physiology, and I was working shortly after as a sports scientist doing a lot of pretty cool research. And, and long story short, I kind of, you know, I quickly found out that although I like this job, I love the people that I work with, it wasn't something that truly gave me purpose or made me super excited to wake up in the morning. I always felt like there was something more that I could do for the world. And so this made me, you know, it took me down a series of events of introspection and discovering more about myself through reading and, you know, spiritual practices like meditation and, and journaling as well. And I ended up joining a group that was designed around journaling and learning how to journal correctly. And it was in this process where I was able to realize the impact that journaling can have because through this process, my, my vision, my life vision, my personal vision, everything became much more clear. And once I felt like I had that clarity, then I felt like my day-to-day action made a lot more sense. And not only that, it was purpose-driven. So that's something that I, I talk a lot about is purpose-driven action, right? There's a lot of time where, where we take action, but we find ourselves spinning our wheels or we're busy, we're not productive. And one of the most beneficial things that we can do is is discover more about ourselves and search for that purpose. And journaling is a great way to do that. So it's a great way to dive into yourself and understand more about your truest desires and what it is, what exactly your vision is. And then once you have that set in stone, it's much easier to break it down and understand, you know, your day-to-day action and how you can not only gain ground towards this vision, but how you can be the best version of yourself today. And when you do that, your action inherently brings this purpose with it. And you're, you feel this purpose on a day to day, which at least I did. And that's one of the reasons that it was so impactful for me. Mm, That's an awesome sharing of your story there. I want to go back with you just a piece of that before we move forward here. And You said you were relatively satisfied in your career and you were plugging along and doing things. And yet there had to been some point of kind of, uh, I I, sometimes I call it holy discontent, Mm -hmm. you know, is where you just have that knowing sensibility that 
that this isn't where I need to be or something bad happens or whatever. I sometimes mm-hmm. have adverse conditions can happen to us, but uh, tell me about uh, what was, you mentioned it kind of in vague terms, but was there some specific event that you just said, okay, I can't do this anymore. I got to do something different. There absolutely was. I wouldn't say it was in as much of an adverse event, but it was definitely something that was eye-opening to me. But it was when my wife and I expect found out we were expecting our second child. Mm-hmm. So this definitely caused me to look at things from a different light. Um, I, at the time, I, I was unsatisfied with my job, and there were things that I wanted to do. And this, and at this moment too, the whole idea of the journal and you know, this vision I had for it and how it could impact people. Um, I'd been kind of tinkering with it, but I hadn't taken it completely serious yet. And at this moment, um, I, when we found out that we were expecting our second child, it made me look at it from, you know, 20 years down the road. How can I, how would I be able to preach to my kids to have courage and chase their dreams and accomplish you know, and and really have the courage and discipline to create the life that they ultimately envision if I didn't have the courage to do so myself. So this definitely took me up a gear where I was able to take it much more seriously. And it was, you know, following this event, I started to get much more serious in my future and the 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 risks that I had to take in order to basically bring this to fruition and actually take it from idea to product. Yeah, that, that's uh, what I was getting at there, Dallin, because I just yeah. think all of us have uh, some pivotal moment, you know, it might be an sure. thing or it could be a good thing like this or just life event happening, you know, uh, and that uh, can cause us. But the, the thing is, Dallin, that a lot of people, those life events happen and they still remain stuck. They remain mm-hmm. in that place because there is a sensibility of remaining comfortable or remaining what they're used to. And then sometimes people end up living a life of, 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 of uh, regret or go down. Sometimes they go down, you know, un- unhealthy pathways. And so I think part of the key of that then is to, how do you respond to that call? How do you do something about it? And that's the tech taking action piece mm-hmm. took some action by taking a course or getting with a group of people there tell me more about uh, bold actions or actions that break out the pattern for you and what you advocate for others to do you said you want to be an example to your kids but what are some of uh, the bold steps that you took that you might advocate for others to take to break out of these patterns they may be stuck in you know i think that the one of the most foundational things that we can do for change and for growth is, is self-awareness is cultivating habits and um, basically mindfulness of, of your day to day, because I think each day there, there's, there's definitely positives as well as negatives that we can take from that. And we can use that as a strength moving forward. So when you're talking about taking bold action, um, in order to take bold action, you first need to be aware of that, right? And so you can't change anything that you're not aware of. So one of the things that I like to preach, um, and, and obviously goes back to journaling, right? One of the things that I do daily, and that's a prompt to my journal is at the end of every day, you write down one thing that went well today, and one thing that you can improve upon moving forward. And at least for myself, this has definitely helped me evaluate my areas in life where, you know, I'm crushing it as well as where I need 
more the more improvement in order to take bold action moving forward. So I think it all boils down to self-awareness. And a lot of times that's where people don't spend time, right? They don't take the time to reflect and to understand we, their, their experiences. So, and that, that reminds me, one of the things that I think is important is learning from experience. We, we talk all the time about, you know, how important experience is, but what's really important is dissecting this experience, understanding it, because that through understanding your experiences, you can then apply it moving forward. And that's something that um, for me has been a game changer. And I think if a lot of people, if, if people put more time and emphasis in their self-awareness, then they would become more aware of where they need to take bold action and how to do that moving forward. And, and they actually do it. And they actually, absolutely. And they actually absolutely. Do it. That's a part of the piece here I wanted to get with you about is, you know, it's one thing to be self-aware and there's nothing to do something about it. And sometimes even other people can even call you, call attention to things. Hey, you need to you stop smoking. You need to lose weight. You need to stop kicking the dog, whatever it is. But you, uh, you, you need to do that. But we don't always do those things, even if someone else calls it our attention. But it's so much more important when, when, when we become self-aware, mindful, as you say, and then take some action. And you chose the tactic or the process of journaling. And I just uh, wonder what called you to that particular medium. You know, other people do other ways of doing this. It might be reading great books. And I think we can do lots of these things. Or it might be prayer or meditation. Or it might be mm-hmm. music. Any number of things that people have. But you were led to the medium of uh, of journaling. Tell us what led you there. Yeah, so uh, I guess ref- um, reflecting back on my story a little bit is I did go through a bunch of different tactics. I tried to apply as many things as I could to basically learn more about myself, right? Because I felt like there was misalignment between my inner desire and the action that I was taking. And the only way to create alignment was to understand my inner desires better. And so, and when I, when I say journaling, I'm also, uh, I guess the way that I speak about journaling might be different than the way that most people interpret it. So a lot of people, when they hear journaling, they, they, what comes to mind is just a, a pen and a blank sheet of paper, well, I think that the, the most effective way to journal is to answer a specific question. So in my journal, you know, included in, I guess, the definition of journaling includes goal setting, affirmation, gratitude, journaling, and practices for self-awareness. But also there's uh, journal prompts that I refer to as purpose prompts, because the idea is to provide an alternate perspective, not only on the life you're building, but the person you're becoming. And in order to answer these questions, you have to first envision it. And as you do so, your vision becomes much more concrete and clear. So um, this is through through these practices, these techniques, I felt like I had, you know, I I would say for me, it was a it was a spiritual experience where I was able to um, practice mindfulness and I was able to become better aware of not only my surroundings, but myself and what actually brings me joy and what actually, you know, what brings the best out of me. And when I, when I did this, I had, uh, I guess, a, a, a little paradigm shift where instead of stressing about, you know, what I want to do for the rest of my life or stressing about finding another job that, um, 
you know, that might satisfy my needs. I started to focus on the type of person that I wanted to become. And once I established and got granular on that person, I realized I could be that person today. And that to me was a, a pivotal moment that journaling was able to provide. And in doing so, you know, in focusing more so on how I can be my best self today, it's just, it's just allowed me to, to gain momentum and to really, you know, create and, and, Mm -hmm. and move towards this ultimate vision. So what you, I'm hearing you say is this is, you know, much more than diary entries of kind of today I, you know, did this and this, and, you know, I had uh, activities here. This is about processing your life in many ways and being prompted to do so as you, as you say, the purpose prompts, and that's a helpful piece of your product that you have uh, produced here. And we'll get into that in just a second. You you mentioned though, they're down with something I think it's important for us to to touch on here about journaling. And I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up. And that is, in the world I come from, uh, journaling is also a part of a spiritual practice. You know, it's about mm-hmm getting deeper in your spiritual walk, whether it's with a God or a higher power or some way to process your inner life that is an expression of how you, how you uh, have an outer life. So tell us a little bit about how uh, journaling can be a part of a process of drawing on a higher power in your life or transformation to help you to come out of whatever you're dealing with and to come out in a better way. Tell us about the spiritual processes or the power of spirituality in journaling, as you already mentioned, as a process for you? Well, I think one of the big things when you're speaking of a higher power is, um, you know, the best thing that we can do is, is maximize our potential, right, is find practices. A lot of people find it through religion. A lot of people find it through meditation or nature or reading um, podcasts even, but it's to find a medium that allows you to connect with your spiritual needs and then maximize your potential. Cause I think, you know, uh, a lot of people and myself included throughout, throughout my experience, there's many times where I had thoughts and ideas, but it didn't become a reality until I, I sat with it and I actually dove into it. And, and, you know, this, my experience might be a, a way of journaling and a lot of people might connect with this on through meditation or religion, whatever it might be. But I think through um, identifying your spiritual needs and, and, and basically acting upon them and you're able to connect with your higher power through way of Mac of seeking your true potential. And that, that to me has been part of my experience um, and why I say it's been, you know, for me, a spiritual experience because I've found, um, I've found basically ways that I can access my, my spiritual needs and act upon them. And I feel like when I do so, I perform my best. And that, that to me is a, a spiritual connection with the higher power. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And, and I believe if you're going to have transformation in your life, you have to, you just can't do it completely on your own. You have to have, mm-hmm. a, this is just my belief here. You have to have a connection with a higher power in order to have transformation to, to take place. But we have to, we have to open ourselves up, uh, up for that. And absolutely. Another aspect, I think when life transformation takes place is, and if we're able to overcome adverse uh, 
life conditions is through um, helpful and relationships, loving, powerful, um, nurturing relationships. I like to call it the fuel, which helps us to get through uh, adverse conditions in our life. And I have found journaling to often be a way to help process relationships, sometimes you know, challenging relationships, sometimes, you know, really beneficial relationships. But tell us about the place or purpose of journaling in terms of uh, of human relationships and how that's a, a part of the process here. Yeah, that's a, a really good question. Uh, I love that that uh, perspective on it. One of the things, and I also liked what you said about, you know, connecting with the higher power and being open and willing to to change, really. So, Um, I think that the, you know, uh, the skill of being open to change is half the battle because, you know, recognizing it and then being open to change is oftentimes one of the most difficult things. And, but when it comes to relationships, one of the, one of the references I like a lot is, is you can't pour from, from an empty cup. Right. So I think that through, these practices and, and getting self-awareness and being open to change, you're able to identify not only on a personal level, but at at a family level, on a relationship level, where you might be lacking and where you can improve. So goal setting doesn't just have to be for uh, professional purposes, right? It can be, how can I be a better husband today? How can I be a better father today? And one of the, the greatest benefits that I've personally experienced is the, the power of being present. So that's one of the things that I enjoy most about gratitude journaling is it allows me to recognize the blessings and ben- and things that I do have in my life that I'm extremely grateful for and to put my attention there. Um, I found in the past, you know, there were times where I would be home, but I wouldn't be present with my kids because maybe there's things on my mind and my wheels wheels were spinning. But through Uh, gratitude journaling and through practicing these techniques, it's allowed me to enjoy this time, you know, the the present moment that I have with my family and really focus on the memories and experiences that we're creating together. And when, you know, you're talking about relationships, I think that's the most powerful thing we can do is, is be present in the moment, because that's what's ultimately going to strengthen those relationships. And that's how you're going to cultivate these memories and experiences that are going to help you come together and grow together. Interesting that you, you say that to Dallin. I think in facing ad, adverse life conditions, it's often you have the sense that something's been taken away from you. You know, something has been removed from you. It might be, you know, right now we're in this COVID crisis. So it might be your health has been taken away from you or your livelihood has been taken away from you or a relationship has been disrupted or your, uh, your uh, sense of uh, peace of mind has been disrupted. We have that mm-hmm. sense that adversity is taken away from us. And what I'm hearing you say is that if you look for the process in journaling and the relationship, you can look for what you do have in gratitude, focus more on that instead of what you don't have and build on that. And then how that goes to attitude, that goes to tone of voice, that goes to how you treat people. And I think it goes back to one of your original premises of your journaling process was the impetus that your birth of your second child had. You mm-hmm. want to be, you want to be a better man, didn't you? you Absolutely. Absolutely. I wanted to be able to 
uh, be proud of the story that I'm creating for them. I want, uh, you know, I want to be able to create the life that I envision for my family and, and be, you know, one day be, be able to have them reflect on my story so that they're not, that they're not timid to take risks, that they can understand that challenges are part of the process. And it's all about how you confront these challenges. Yes. Taking risk and confronting challenges, confronting adversity is where it's at. So many people remain, remain stuck. And Mm. journaling is one way that you can process through this. And, but I think there's a, some other aspect of this I really want to talk to you about. And because journaling is tough in the sense of, you know, it does mean a discipline, you know, it mm-hmm. does mean a habit and building a habit here. And, uh, you know, like any habit, whether it's exercising, you know, or you said you come from the physical health world, uh, whether it's reading or education or uh, building a business, any number of things, it takes some discipline in order to do that. Tell us a little bit about how you journal and how you advocate people do that. And tell us a little bit about some of the the disciplines or the habits or the processes that people can do if they want to take this step forward to to do this in their life. Yeah, so I think that the most important thing for anybody who's looking to get started and, and this this same advice can be applied to, like you said, like health or any other aspect of life that, that can be challenging. It's beneficial, but it's challenging. So, so one of the most important things is to keep it simple. Um, I, the, one of the reasons that I actually created this journal is because through my experience, I found that a lot of journals and planners out there are extremely complicated. And when something's complicated, it's really difficult to establish a habit out of it, especially if you're starting from zero. So my goal in creating this was to be able to create a tool where people can, they can understand and learn from their past and apply that for their future while thriving in the moment in the most simple way possible, right? So the way that I have it set up is, and and how I go about it is, I start my work day with my morning routine, which includes journaling. So I write down my, my three goals for the day, uh, a positive affirmation, and then three gratitudes for the day. And then I'm done. So that takes me no more than three minutes. And that's enough to get me in a, in a mindful state to allow for productivity throughout the day. And then I end my day with uh, two to three minutes of reflection answering the two questions, what went well today and what can I improve upon moving forward? So this helps close things up. And and I'm also able to transfer some notes maybe to tomorrow that I don't want to forget today. And this this is actually a, a method that a lot of people refer to as the write and release effect, because when you have a lot of um, thoughts in your head, they take up space in your brain. And this is oftentimes what causes you to not be in the present moment. But when you take those thoughts and you put them on paper, then you you can release it because now these thoughts, these ideas, these goals, they live on the piece of paper and you understand that. So you know that even if you forget about them, if you refer back to this paper, they live there and they'll never go forgotten. So I like to refer to my journal as the best memory I ever I, I have because there's so many times where, you know, I tell myself just to remember something and I forget it more often than not. And but through, you know, this simple practice, it not only helps me remember these tasks and these things that are important to me, 
but also it helps release it. So now I'm able to put my focus on my loved ones around me and when I'm spending that time with them. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's it broken down is a few, a few minutes in the morning, a few minutes in the evening. And I think in doing so, at least for me, it's, it's definitely accelerated my progress and, and my, you know, my, my ability to live in the present moment and maximize that to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you on several points you're, you're, you're making there, Dallin, which is a lot of times our, we can have just all kinds of things tumbling around in our head, which can cause us anxiety and all kinds of mm-hmm. consternation. And if we just get it out of our head uh, on a piece of paper and a journal, or for some of us as an audio type of thing or other ways mm-hmm. that you can do it, sometimes it's just talking to your spouse or that kind of thing. I happen to believe you do need to get it out and record it somehow. Mm, absolutely. And um, I think it gets it out of your head and then you can, it begins that release, as you say, mm-hmm. process it. And then uh, I also agree with you that uh, there's a lot of uh, journal type products that are out there, which are pretty complex. I I got one a while back, a year or so ago, from a very well-known writer who I've taken personal seminars with and things like this. And uh, they produced a, a a journal and I got it. And there were seven different moving parts every day, multiple times a day. And I, it was an immediate no go for me. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just too complicated for, for what I want to do. And, you know, I'm capable of holding them more than a couple of thoughts, of my, you know, and process them, but it wasn't worth it to me. It was too much energy. I wanted to, to have something that, that produces energy. And that's one of the things I wanted to speak to you about, because you say in some of what the things that you have, you advocate in your, in your product, the self mastery bundle is that not only, uh, helps you discover your purpose, but it helps you to wake up full of energy Mm -hmm. and have passion in your life. How's that work? Yeah, I think that all goes back to, to setting time to, to learn more about yourself. So the way that it worked for me was through the process of establishing my vision. What, you know, where do I want to be 10, 20 years from now? And getting really granular with that and getting detailed how, you know, what, what type of husband do I want to be? What type of father or friend do I want to be? And, and then breaking that down, what, how do I want my professional life to look? And then being able to break that down into, you know, how, what does this mean for my, my day to day? If I see myself 20 years from now being, healthy, being disciplined, confronting challenges with, you know, with positive energy, then what does that mean today? It means that I have to execute that today, right? And so when you are able to to set this destination, then every turn that you make on your way there makes a lot more sense. And, and when I when I reference, you know, being excited, waking up in the morning, it's because you know where you're headed, and not only where you're headed, but you know what needs to be done and why it needs to be done in order to get there. And once you have this, it provides you with a, a you know a burst of energy, a sense of of momentum moving forward. And now instead of waking up stressing about what you're going to do in the future, you know exactly what needs to be done in order to fill your day with more purpose and and purpose driven action. So this you know, it, it's, it's a culmination of things, but I think it all begins with, with identifying not only professionally where you want to be, but personally, the type of person that you want to become 
And in doing so, you know, if you are fully focused on the type of person that you want to become today, then there's nobody that's going to convince me that professionally you're not going to see it in the way that you want to succeed, right? So it's a little bit of flipping that script. And instead of stressing about your job, your income, your, you know, your future employment, and putting the focus on how you're going to become your best self and be that person today. And in doing so, things will fall in place. Things will, and not only fall in place, but they'll accelerate because you are executing at a high level. That's awesome. Well, thank you for, for sharing that. I was just wondering how that was going to work. Cause I, what I'm really interested in is kind of a, kind of a final thought to wrap things up in a way. And that is how's this going to help people in my audience and your audience to do some of these things, to have better habits, to have mm-hmm. passion and purpose in their life, to wake up full of energy. If people pick up your product, if people go to your website, what are they going to find that's going to be transformative for him. Tell us a bit about what you have to offer people. Yeah. So my product specifically, it's the self mastery bundle. So it comes with a a daily journal um, that has the the techniques that I've referenced Um, daily goal setting affirmation, daily reflection, as well as a purpose prompt each day. And um, it's a very simple layout. So it's very easy to use. It's a, a structure that only takes a few minutes And then also it's bundled with a weekly tracker journal, a habit tracker journal. And the cool thing about this product is um, we're solving a big problem um, like we've talked about before, where a lot of these journals and planners are very complicated and they require not only that, not only do they have a lot of moving pieces, but a lot of flipping back and forth between pages to keep track of your goals and things that you've, you've, you know, committed yourself to accomplish but so with this habit tracker journal, the weekly, the there's weekly goal setting, weekly habit setting, and you can remove these pages. They're perforated so you can tear them out. You can place it where it will be seen. So you're mindful of these attributes you're trying to cultivate of these, um, you know, goals that you've promised yourself that you're going to achieve. And you can use it as a bookmark in your daily journal, anywhere that is convenient to you, you can put it so that you know, it's not out of sight, out of mind, which I think is a big issue with a lot of the way we go about, um, you know, trying to accomplish things is we don't, we're not efficient in that process. And in this inefficiency, things get lost in the mix. Yeah. Well, I think that's an interesting uh, approach. That's a, that's at least yeah. I have not seen that. Maybe it's yeah. out there, but uh, hopefully it'll be a, a good, good, good thing for you. Any uh, any testimonials, any stories of people who've been impacted by your work? I know you do some coaching as well. Do you have any reflections on that? Anyone out there who you've worked with? Yeah, you know, um, I guess mo- I've, I've, I have a lot of testimonials of people who have tested my product and, and actually really enjoyed the simplicity of it. So um, I guess no, no life-changing event comes to mind, but the most uh, dramatic thing, I think, from my perspective is being able to hear from people and, and their experience with using it and how that has helped them cultivate productive habits. And, you know, in regards to health, a lot of people use it as, um, as a habit tracker to establish healthy habits. A lot of people use it for learning. And so seeing these small changes that, that changes that they can make on a daily basis and, and them referring to this tool as, being, you know, almost a seamless process for them to cultivate these habits 
has been something that's, you know, impacted me as, as a creator. And, and not only that, I think that um, one of the most profound um, testimonials that I get is people enjoying their day to day more, right? They, they find that when they've been able to use this, they're more mindful of their day, the tasks that they need to do. And, and not only do they accomplish them, but the, the processes and the journey is much more enjoyable. So that's, um, you that's know, good. that's, yeah. That's a good lot to of hear. The, well, that, that's what you want to hear. You want people to respond to that and to been able to engage with your product on an ongoing basis. Right. So they can find your, uh, the, the self the realization of self mastery bundle is available on Amazon and they can also connect it with you at your website, uh, Dallin Raber.com. That's D A L L E N R E B E R.com. Is that right? Yep. That's correct. And so he's all about from aspirations to realizations, particularly through the platform of journaling. And I commend his work uh, to you. So thank you for being our, our guest today on the Beyond Adversity. Our guest today from aspirations to realizations, Dallin Raber. Thank you, Dallin, for sharing with us your process and what you do in order to uh, connect up and to process things through journaling as you say, to go from aspirations to realization and help you discover some of the main points that he had about discovering your purpose, living your life with passion and energy, having habits that matter, and having stress-free and anxiety in your life. I journal on a regular basis myself, and I'm recommitting to a paper journal these days, and I'm looking to commit to promises that I can make to myself and to others. One promise that I want to journal about, that I journal about, is one or two bold actions a day to take in order to change my life for the better. How to connect, and I write this down, to connect to a higher power. This goes to spiritual life and spiritual development. It's also where I talk about my Bible reading and other inspirational reading that I do in my journaling. And the third thing is loving relationships, putting something down on paper about the relationships and being grateful for them. And the fourth thing I'd like to try to do is to talk about disciplines and how what the disciplines that we have, exercise, deep breathing, meditation, re, uh, reading itself, other things can be part of our life, and to write those down and keep an, a tracking and accountability of those things. One of the things I also do is to produce this podcast, Beyond Adversity, which is designed to help you to navigate adverse conditions in your life in order to come out to a better place, and we want you to do that. Head on over to our website, Dr. Brad Miller, where we have lots of back episodes of our podcast and other helpful things for you there, including the four-minute antidote to adversity guide, which can be helpful to you. It's great to be with you. We'll be with you on a regular basis here on Beyond Adversity, where we're all about helping you navigate adverse conditions and to achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and promise. Until next time, this is Dr. Brad Miller encouraging you to keep your promises because there's power in a promise kept.